The Insurance Coffee House, the place where you get to meet and learn from some of the most successful insurance business leaders from across the world. Hosted by Nick Hoadley, CEO of Insurance Search. Welcome to the Insurance Coffee House, the place where you get the chance to meet and learn from some of the most successful insurance business leaders on the planet. On today's episode, I am delighted to be joined by Oscar Carrillo, who is the Chief Operating Officer for Zurich, Mexico. Welcome to the show, Oscar. Thank you, Nick. Happy to be here. Thank you for the invitation. It's absolute privilege to have you on the show today and just to show you how global the Insurance Coffee House is. We, we have you joining live from Mexico today. Oscar, before we start our conversation, I'd just like to delve a little bit into your background and, and your time at Zurich. So perhaps you could give the listeners a bit of an insight into your career at Zurich and some of the offices you've worked in and some, some of those roles that you've worked in during that time. Sure, Nick. I've been fortunate to be working for Zurich for a little bit over 11 years, and I could tell you they've been a very enriching 11 years. I started working for Zurich in Switzerland. I was hired to do a transformation program in Switzerland, uh, lead the externalization of the IT. That's what I was hired for when I started. And I did that uh, for a couple of years, then kept still doing transformation activity. Then the opportunity came up to go to Singapore. It was a greenfield for, for us in, in Singapore. And I jumped on the opportunity. They told me, Oscar, uh, you know, it would be great if you go help set up and get the business started. 18-month assignment, three and a half years later, I'm still there. <laughs> Singapore was a great opportunity. You know, saw you know the full cycle of of the business from starting to getting into a certain level of maturing. And unfortunately, you know, we decided at, at the moment that I left that you know the business was not as profitable as we wanted, and we decided to close the business. Therefore, you know, I was also part of that process of closing down the business locally. So I saw a full cycle there, and that was quite interesting. And then I had the opportunity to come back to the UK to as the CEO for the legacy arm of the uh, Zurich, where we manage a lot of the assets that are no longer strategic for Zurich, doing runoffs and so forth. And I was working for them for you know three and a half years, four years actually in, in that role in the UK. I had previously lived in the UK, so I was very happy to be back home. Yeah, I, I consider the UK my home, even though uh, I'm Mexican and, and uh, in Mexico. Then, as you probably know, in 2018, uh, Zurich announced the acquisition of QBE LATAM. And uh, I was fortunate enough being Mexican, you know, and knowing the language and having some experience in the MAA area. They gave me the opportunity to, to come to Mexico and lead the integration for, for Mexico and for Colombia. And so I got a lot of exposure into the region and they liked the way I do things or my way of delivering. <laughs> so I was offered a more permanent role here in Mexico, uh, which I took on a year ago. Fantastic. And how do you find working in South America and, and Mexico compared to your times in London and internationally in, in Singapore and Switzerland? It's very different. I'm enjoying it, but it's very different. I mean, you know, being in, in London or in Europe, it's a very mature market. You yeah. have different dynamics, different to, to Asia as well. Asia, you know, it, it's, uh, it's quite a dynamic market, you know, very agile, if you ask me. Whereas, you know, Latam, it's, it's a bit more, it's an industry in, the, in its infancy, I would say. You know, it's not matured. There's so, you know, there's so many players, hundreds of players in, in Mexico alone. And, and that also creates a little bit of a, you know, chaos in, in the way we, we do things. 
Sure. It's a huge market then in, in Mexico. If you've got 100 carriers over there, how, how does Zurich go about differ, differentiating itself in a, in a market like that? Well, Zurich is a strong brand, as you know. I mean, we've been in the industry for, for a very, very long time. And Zurich, I mean, you know, one is brand. Two is is our service. You know, Zurich, Zurich is proud to provide a very you know very good service, and I think that's where we have a lot of. And also, you know, uh, Zurich is seen as a a trustworthy partner going you know in the industry, whereas you know smaller players are, are don't have that. And 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 Mexico as a whole, it, you know, it's, it has a lot of international business because they do a lot of uh, support to the to the Americas, and therefore, you know, Zurich is able to provide them solutions, you know, that are more multi-country. Yeah, great. And and how, how's it going over there during the the initial period you've been working there for? Well, I've been here a year. I think it's been a, a very challenging year. Uh, I'm here because, you know, Zurich has grown quite significantly, quite a bit in the last 10 years in Zurich, Mexico. And we had to take time to operationally adapt and readjust because we grew so much that, you know, we were adding systems upon systems, processes across processes. And, and therefore, you know, my job here is to simplify, harmonize and set the ground to further growth. But we need to take time to say clean house and, and transform our our internal operations. We we were just discussing before the show today that you you have thirty six offices out there, all in different parts of the country, and obviously with the COVID situation at the moment, some of those areas are in higher risk than others. How, how have you gone about implementing a system that works for for all of those offices during this really difficult time we're in at the moment? So here in, in, in Zurich, Mexico, we're working 100% remotely. Uh, we we are providing our service remotely. Uh, I think there's been a you know we haven't been impacted in our service levels, which is good. I, I think that's a, 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 and with technology today, and I think you know one of the things that we've done we, prior to this uh, COVID situation, one of the things I was doing was implementing a, a dynamic workplace. So we were already used to working from home. Dynamic workplace is not it's not a, a very it's a, still a very a new thing for the for the uh, LATAM. But having worked in in the UK and being in that situation in in London, I I took the lead and said, yeah, we could do it. It's possible. So uh, that helped us a lot. And so people were equipped. We were uh, working 100% within two weeks. That's that's incredible. And actually, yeah, that experience and all that expertise that you've brought brought internationally into the Latin region, I'm sure will be very, very valuable to the business. Oscar, now moving to our sort of our main conversation today I'll, I'll start off by just asking you as we're in the insurance coffee house what's your go-to coffee of choice in the morning well yeah starbucks is a big chain here in mexico so <laughs> it's for convenience it's not for taste it's for convenience yeah starbucks is the convenient choice it's not the first time that's come up in the insurance coffee house actually so starbucks will no, no doubt be endorsing one of our later shows in the series <laughs> oscar thank you so much so if we move now into the main conversation of our of our interview today, so uh, what do you personally do on a daily basis that helps set you up for a successful day? I'm a f- firm believer that you need to take space to plan your day. I like to get up early and and do a bit of exercise in the morning, whether it's running or or, or yoga, just to get myself going. But I always, when I'm in the office or even now working from home, I'm in front of reading my emails, catching up by seven o'clock in the morning. 
Reason being is that it's quiet time for me normally, and and it allows me to plan and prioritize because as as you know, you know priorities change every day, and, and I think it's it's important that we don't lose track of what we're doing, and and that gives me the space. I think preparation always be prepared, prepare your day. Doesn't always go out as you prepare in the morning, but if you have a plan you're more likely to achieve it. And by getting up early, you can clear through a lot of that. Start the trading day with a clear head. Absolutely. Fantastic. Oscar, we understand that in order to be a successful insurance business leader, there's often adversity to overcome along the way. So can I ask you, in addition to what's been your greatest success, what's also been the largest setback that you've had and how did you go about overcoming that? It's a, it's a very good question, and I think you know sometimes you know we don't think about our setbacks, but for me, it's I, I will always remember it. I was working for Marsh at the time, and and this was back in the early two thousands, and Marsh was going through restructurings because of the situation. Uh, if, if y'all remember the Spectre uh, uh, affair and so forth, and there was constantly going re- reorganization. When I started working for Marsh, I was doing a a business project, business transformation activity, and I. So I was part of a, a, of a business team. And then I was put into a, as part of this restructuring, I ended up being as part of an IT team. I'm not a technician. My, my, I like IT and I understand IT, but they were asking me to you know, lead projects so that were, from my perspective, not w- the way I, was, I wanted to go. Yeah. And that for me, you know, I was more interested in the insurance element rather than the technology element and replatforming coding, uh, old coded systems was not exciting for me. So how did I go about it? Well, I let, I raised my hand one, you know, say, you know, say, this is not where I want in my career. Right. And, and I, I think that's a key thing is always, you know, always have an open, frank conversation with your line manager. If it's not, if you're doing something that you don't like or don't, you don't aspire to do, always be upfront. And in in this particular particular situation, you know, they told me, you know, we just need you to set it up. We know you have you have the, the experience to do complex projects. Help us set it up. Once it's up, the project or the program's up and running, we'll pass it on and we'll give you something else. And that's that's for me what you need to do. You need to speak up in any situation and just. You know, if it's temporary, of course you have. You know, you, you're part of a team member. You you will play. You will go along and, and, and deliver. But yeah. be, know what know what your limit is going to be. Great. I think that's I think that's excellent advice. And I think to a lot of our listeners out there, they might be in that crossroads at the moment where they might be asked to be on a particular project or or to lead a team on something. And actually, if it's not their passion or it's not something that they feel comfortable with, then being honest and open with that and raising a hand, I think is, is excellent advice. Oscar, we know that most insurance professionals fall into our industry. So how did you get into insurance? And when did you have that light bulb moment where you realized you could be successful? I started my my career in insurance by mistake, as you say. You know, <laughs> I I ended up I was working uh, as a supervisor of a call center for a health insurance, and I did that for. That's how I started my my career. Seven years doing that, you know, taking calls, and it was quite rewarding because you know, working in a call center, you're you're there to help the customer, the end customer, find solutions for the customers, especially in the medical and medical insurance environment. Is this coverage? Uh, do I have this coverage or, uh, and so forth. And I think, you know, in that sense, I, I, I thought, you know, wow, this is great. Insurance is great. I wanted a bit more exposure internationally. And, and so I decided to, to take an international MBA. 
And that, that's where I ended up in Switzerland. And I went into, after, right after my MBA, I had the opportunity to, to do some consulting work for five years. I love doing consulting work. I think it was fantastic, but I miss the insurance, the uh, subject matter expertise that I had gained. And I wanted to go back. So uh, I remember interviewing for Marsh and I was so pleased to go back into the insurance industry. And I think it's something that I think, you know, it's, you just either love it or, or hated it, to be honest with you. And I, and I, and I love the insurance industry. I, you know, as, as we discussed previously, I have more than 25 years working in insurance. And I love that answer, Oscar. You, you're, you're in Zurich doing an international MBA and then doing some really interesting consultancy work. Yet the insurance industry still pulls you back. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> you must really love it. Oscar, have you had a mentor or a, a leader who has given you lots of advice throughout your career? I, I've had had mentors uh, and, and leaders, and, and I think I, I want to you know mention one particular leader that I, and, and he's still with Zurich. His name is Peter Huber, right. and, and I'll give you the situation. You know, as, as I mentioned to you, I was in Singapore. I went in there to help them do a, a greenfield startup business. Peter was brought in about a year after I had been there. Because we were in a situation where we were no longer greenfield, we needed to make that jump into into you know as, as operational, be established in the market. And what I what I learned from him was that you know you have to make tough choices at times. And one thing that became very clear because Singapore being a smaller market and being and being us being a smaller team there is that you really need the right skill sets for the right phase of the of that company or or that uh, or that situation and i i learned that and, and so you know in my experience in, in working you know in the runoff business and now it's i'm always focused on ensuring i have the right people or the right sk- people with the right skill sets and right attitude to help me do what i need to do fantastic oscar i think i think that is that is key and that goes right the way back to when you're bringing people into the business whether well whether that's externally bringing them into the company or, or promoting them from within they need to be the right people they need to be wanting to go in the same direction as you it's it's very difficult to change change someone's personality or change someone's technical ability but if you get the right person in the right position at the right time then then that's going to lead to a lot of success Oscar I'd like to now just take you into the future over the next three to five years or so and just ask you how do you see the insurance market developing and how do you see insurance business leaders adapting and you could give that from the perspective of the the Latin America market that would be fantastic Sure. I, I think, I mean, insurance as a whole, we're, we're a little bit behind in the financial industries. If you look at banking, they've always been more advanced and more innovative. I think, you know, as an insurers, we're starting to get on board now. We need, we know we need to change. I mean, and in Mexico or in Latin and specifically Latin, you know, I think innovation is key now. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a big opportunity in Latin, market opportunity. And, and I think, you know, the situation of COVID-19 has also reinforce the need to digitalize and, and we talk a lot about the digital digitalization but what does that really mean and, and let me give you an example of, of what i we're experiencing here in mexico directly so we we've uh, implemented a claims adjusting tool a virtual claims adjusting tool uh, a little bit more than a year ago here in mexico very little uptake uh, on, of that service because of the situation today there's been a, a significant increase in that in that service, and it allows us to provide a service, still provide a service to the customer, 
using the technology that's out there today. And I think that people are afraid of technology sometimes. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, uh, I, will, I will be honest with you. you know, uh, we had a bit of resistance when I said we're doing dynamic workplace here locally. People say, but, you know, how am I going to manage my team if I don't see them every day? We're in this situation, working four months into remote working. Our productivity hasn't uh, slowed down. Our, our SLAs are still being met. I, I think it's important that we, we leverage technology, and, and, but leverage it with a view of being com- customer-centric. I think as insurance, sometimes we, we're more product-centric and we focus so much on the product that we forget that at the end we're doing it's a customer. And I think you know having a customer centric digitalized strategy will probably be the the the, the next thing for us to to move forward in the market in Latin. So so embrace technology and digitalization, but having that focus at the customer and not so much on the on the product. Oscar, if I can now move you forward to our espresso round, which is short, sharp, and straight to the point. Can I ask you, are you ready for the espresso round? Sure. Let's go for it. (laughs) Fantastic. The espresso round. Oscar, what is your favorite success quote? Uh, There's one particular quote, and to be honest with you, a lot of people use it, so I can't, I don't know who the, who the, uh, where it originated from, but for me is the only real failure is the failure to try. Uh, and I think, you know, I've always lived by that, you know, uh, sometimes we're afraid of trying and taking a challenge because, oh, I have a, a gap in my experience, maybe I'm going to be exposed. But if you don't try it, you won't know. That's so right. Yeah, you're, you're right. There's a lot of different analogies on the on the same subject, a lot, including sports as well, about if you don't shoot, you don't score. And if you don't attempt the basket, there's there's certainly a Michael Michael Jordan quote in there about don't put yourself out for failure you'll never succeed so fantastic oscar in terms of insurance professionals is there something you see holding them back from being more successful whether that's in latin america or in any of the other international positions you've held i i mean speaking more specifically about zurich mexico i would say that we need to be more open to change and be more agile we have to learn to be agile in order to be successful, especially, you know, this situation, again, in COVID uh, is demonstrating agility is key. Yeah. And how, how do you go about driving forward this, the standards of the insurance industry there at Zurich, Mexico? I mean, uh, we're lucky that Zurich as a whole has very, you know, it's a world leader. So we follow a lot what group, you know, tools that they offer us. And I think Zurich here in Mexico is well positioned as well as as a leading company. I think, you know, we have very high standards. You know, I think that's the key thing is, you know, maintain the high standards, never let your guard down. Fantastic. And are there things that you do there at Zurich Mexico to develop talent internally and help them to achieve their career goals, whether that's to move into leadership positions or to move into more technical positions? How do you go about doing that? Again, you know, I admire Zurich because they have this very good talent, internal talent program. And, you know, I, I guess I could tell you that I've been lucky, a lucky participant where I've been able to, you know, move around and get more exposure. But in here in, in Mexico, you know, we do a yearly talent review. I, for me, I always try to promote within. Zurich is a quite complex organization. 
and experience of the how to navigate the organization counts a lot. So for me, it's important to always understand who who's the internal talent, who's on the success succession plans, and work with those people to give them exposure they need to and help them develop. That's great. So you, as a business, you're actually always looking internally first to see what you can do for your current staff members and your current talent rather than straight away looking looking outside for the next best thing yes absolutely great oscar if i can just conclude by asking quite a pertinent question really in today's market but if you woke up tomorrow morning with all of the knowledge and experience that you've built up over your career but but your business wasn't there for some reason zurich uh, wasn't there which i i ha- highly doubt that that would ever happen but if you had to start again how would you go about building your career up again if i had to start again i, I would say you know i would do what i started doing before look at transformational programs you know i think that's the key thing you know once once you demonstrate that you, you're you're able to fix things from the root or from the cause, then you're able to build on that. I always believe that you need to have a strong foundation. And sometimes going in and problem solve is the best way to understand an organization. Great. Oscar, thank you so much for your time today. Really, really appreciate it. We've, we've had a lot of great insight. Do you have one piece of closing advice? And how, how do our listeners or any senior insurance leaders in the region go about contacting you? I would say, you know, Never be afraid to try, as I, I mentioned before. And, and if you don't feel that you're on the right track in your career, it's okay to take time and, li- and raise your hand and, and question, where do I want to go? I think sometimes you know, uh, our, you know, our careers take a path of their own and we're, we get to a point where we realize, oh, I'm doing this, but I don't want to be doing this. You know, it's, always, it's never too late. You, you could always change or, or adapt new, new skill sets. I would say just be aware of that. How can you reach out? Well, I'm on LinkedIn. You know, you could find me under Oscar Carrillo in Zurich and uh, Mexico. You could reach out to me on my personal work email. On my work email is oscar.m.carrillo at zurich.com. I would be happy to hear from your listeners and, and share more insights. Thank you, Oscar. Really appreciate that. And we will, of course, have a link to your LinkedIn profile and also your your email address on our show notes so listeners can reach out to you and particularly people in the region who are interested in the work that you're doing there at Zurich, Mexico. I'm sure there'll be plenty of interest there. Oscar, thank you so much for your time today. I think your insights and your advice for, for our listeners have, have been really, really valuable. I think particularly navigating a career like you've done within one company, Zurich, and moving to different locations and different remits, I think it's a really interesting story. And I think our listeners can learn a lot from that. So thank you for your time today. Thank you, Nick. I really appreciate it. Great stuff. And to all our listeners out there, whether you're based in Latin America or you're based in the UK or the United States, it's been a real pleasure to have Oscar join us today. And I hope that you've learned a lot from him. If you enjoyed the show today, please do leave us a review on your podcast app and make sure that you download and subscribe to the show so that you receive each of our episodes directly into your inbox each week. Until next time, I've been Nick Hoadley and this has been the Insurance Coffee House. Take care. You've been listening to the Insurance Coffee House with Nick Hoadley. Join us next time to hear more insights and inspiring success stories to help you become a better insurance business leader. Available to download or subscribe now.